Welcome back to another podcast. Now, usually I'm like, welcome back to another podcast. Like, like never so excited. That's because I have good news. There is going to be another car coming, but it will be for episode three. So, why am I getting all excited for something that's coming on a later date? Well, because to give you guys an update, the podcast will keep going, which is good, but... Of course, like I mentioned earlier, it'll be a Christmas time, or it'll be during the December time. Because the one thing you don't think about during winter is cars. It's like, winter you think about two things. You think about, in the October time, you think about pumpkin pie, then Thanksgiving, where you have turkey and all sorts of things, probably pumpkin pie again, because you know, it's it's something that's really good for us that are in North America. You know who you are, Canada and the US. I don't know if they do this in Europe or not. I know in Europe they have Oktoberfest, which is pretty good. Then there's um, Thanksgiving, which comes first for us in Canada, and that but comes second for the people in the States, because, you know, the United States like to have everything backwards. And then after that comes the November and State, and, but the U.S. doesn't have November and State. They have... Um, what's called Memorial Day in summertime and then after that small stretch comes Christmas and Christmas is really the best time to talk about cars because Christmas is the brightest time because you have the Christmas tree you have the Christmas village all set up the lights on the trees all different colors it's like it's like the perfect time for more cars I mean the greens the blues all those Pretty colored cars is what I can call them. Not those gray and silver, which are made for like winter months, what I call them. I call them winter colors because they're not really fun. They're like, seriously, if you're gonna paint a car, at least make it some bright, fun, uptune color. Don't make it like gray, dark. Don't make it look like you were dying when you made it. So you made it the most ugliest color. And yeah, you might say, well, we're all dying on a little bit on the inside all the time. True. But at least have fun with the color of the paint, which people don't know these days how to do. And then, of course, green light's always going to be around, I guess, because there are idiots out there who buy it. I don't know why you would buy it, because they're garbage. I mean, I, I bought a few because I wanted to experiment to see how good they were. And they're awful. I mean, the only one that I can say is good is a Japanese Torque Nissan Titan XD. Other than the tow hitch coming off, I've dropped it many times and nothing's broken off of it yet. But give it time. I I suspect that there's more to it than what meets the eyes of what's wrong with it. I mean, I Greenlight is one of those cars that I always talk about so awfully because the thing is, is Everyone drops things now and then. And why do I want to spend money on something that I'm going to drop and it's going to completely break? I mean, a Hot Wheel, you can drop. It doesn't completely break. Tomica, you can drop. It doesn't completely break. A Matchbox, you can drop. And it doesn't completely break. Why would I spend money on, of course, a green light? No matter, even though they look good, for something to fall apart. It just doesn't make sense. I mean, the idea is there, yes, but the the idea may be there because they do have the modern design and the parts that open, the, and some older cars with more parts that open, which, you know, 
the design i'm not gonna say is bad but their quality is bad i mean they use the cheap metal that's aluminum and why would you, most people most other car companies don't use aluminum like i'm pretty sure hot wheels and the japanese air and tommy cut both use steel they don't use aluminum because when you drop when you drop aluminum or you get a small vent and you have to bend it back aluminum snaps and i tried i basically what i did was i took an aluminum can and i made a car body out of it and then what i ended up doing is i made a few dents on purpose and then i bent it a little bit to see if um to see what the issue with green light is and then i compared it both green light and this tin car can thing that I tried to build, both snapped, which gives me the suspicions that green light was made out of um, aluminum. And aluminum is also known, or not known, well, tonight will be known, but I call it the cheap metal because it breaks easily. It's it's a crappy metal because once they it breaks, it's harder to fix because then you need to cut a new piece of aluminum you need to solder it all back on, you need to sand it, and then you need to paint it. Is that really worth all that time and while? When I can buy a Tomica that's guaranteed not to break. I mean, yeah, there are some Tomicas that will break, but that's because you would have to treat them really, really rough. Like, dropping one on the floor. I mean, I bought the Nissan NV, uh, NV Caravan, or NV350 Caravan Ambulance. I dropped it. Yeah, I may have lost some paint on it. But nothing broke on it. But for a Tommy Cut to really break, you'd really have to trash it. Like, you'd have to throw it off of a five-story building before you see any real damage to it. You'd have to really run it to the ground. You'd have to do a lot. And I mean, I don't know how this happens, but when I buy Tommy Cuts specifically, I know not to buy from Europe. Because if you've seen any of those Tomicas that come from Europe, I mean, oh my god, they look like they were left outside for days. The paint's coming off. They look really beaten. Parts are sometimes, are most likely and most often missing on it. Um, the wheels are basically flat worn out. The paint's basically dead because it wasn't taken care of. There were The windows are usually all scratched up and marked up. There's usually drawing, like, it looks like maybe a kindergarten class could have had it first because there, sometimes when you look closely, there's crayon markings. Now, I remember when I bought my Nissan, uh, my Nissan Grand, there was also marker drawings on it, but it came from Japan and the paint, yeah, it was flaking, but there was no real issue. I mean, it's still pretty good. I opened it up myself, I sanded it all down and I just gave it a new paint job because I, to be honest, when I collect cars, I don't really want to collect something with paint coming off. I want to make my cars look fresh, look like the paint's still on it, make it look well done, not make it look like paint's coming off. I really don't enjoy when I buy cars and the paint's coming off and I don't do anything about it. But the thing I like about Tomica is that it's easy to match the paint to. Like, most of my cars, when the paint comes off, like, the hardest car, okay, that I've ever painted 
that, you know, I just changed the color after a while because I got fed up with it, was a white Dodge Dart from Greenlight. Now, I only bought the Dodge Dart from Greenlight and I paid way too much for this. I paid $26 to ship it from New York because, you know, I was interested in the time. And you know how many Tomicas I could have got with that? At the time, I could have gotten both the Serena, I could have gotten the Mirage, I could have got the Toyota Voxy, the Toyota Noah, and the nice, and the Toyota Sienta all for that same price. I basically could have gotten four cars for that one car that I got. And not to mention the paint's crappy. The first day it came, I got it. I dropped it. The window broke off, so I, you know, crazy glued it. Then I dropped it a second time, and the I dropped it accidentally because I tripped, fell, and it fell, and the side cracked on it, so I had to putty it all up and repaint that. And then I didn't have white paint because the seal on top of the jar for the white paint completely sealed because I didn't clean it properly. So my white paint was basically fried. So basically I had my only options were blue or green and I painted it blue. And yeah, it may not be it may not look as nice as the original, but you know, this is the issue with green light. They don't make cars to last. It's like they make cars for like a short while and then they fall apart. And this is why I tell people, if you're gonna buy a car, stay away from green light because green light's gonna be nothing but problems. And you know, I've, I have green lights. I bought the car ones and the truck ones. So far, the one, the one truck that I can say was good is the Titan because I've never had real problems with it. I mean, it was like they built it better than the cars. So I'd say if you're gonna get if you're absolutely gonna get a green light, get the trucks because other than the tow hitch coming straight off from the day you buy them, they're not they're not awful actually. They're pretty good. I mean, they're the right weight, which I, I really appreciate. They're the paint doesn't flake off like most of the other models. Like even the Volkswagen Beetle that green light. If any of you people who work there. The base basically came straight off the day I got that one. I mean, what the hell? When I buy a car, I don't expect the base with the wheels and everything just to pop off. So, you know, that was sort of why I don't like green light. Because I've never had a green light that I could say was good. Every green light that I had had issues or broke. Even the Johnny Lightnings were awful. I've had like five Johnny Lightnings in the past and all of them broke. I only have out of the surviving Johnny Lightnings from way back when I was a kid too because I really kept, I really made parts for them and I kept them alive. Yeah, I repainted them because you know, the paint wore off over time, but it was a car that I wasn't really ready, or wasn't really gonna let go of because you know, it's basically one way of wasting. It's basically by making awful cars that fall apart that you have to throw away. I mean, if we wanna go greener, you know, the, the only thing that, if you want to go greener, the only, sorry, it came out wrong. If you want to go greener, the solution to it is make better cars with better metal. I mean, yeah, aluminum may be cheaper, but again, it's a crappy metal and it breaks. And we want to get away from, uh, if we want to really get away from um, this climate change, then we have to use better metals on our toy cars. Because why does um, toy cars... Um, contribute to climate change because when green lights break most majority of the people unless you're me throws them out and they're like eh, I'll never buy that again and basically what happens is they go through an incinerator and the incinerator sends smoke black smoke no jokes 
all the way into the air and that's pollution right there where if you if they if Greenlight just used the right metal and it didn't break then nobody would be throwing them away no one would be complaining and there wouldn't um, contribute to climate change but then again there's always going to be a stupid person who throws away a perfectly good car like I've seen this before there were like some hot wheels before that were er, at a transfer station that I got or er, that I got because you know they're just left near the bin of metal and you know no one was looking so I took them and then there were some in a free box that I found because they were pretty good there's some matchboxes that were pretty good that I found that were free and then there were a lot of actually good cars even Majorettes I was surprised with how many I got that were actually in good standing condition other than the paint flaking there was nothing truly wrong with them so I took them and you know I'll keep collecting them because it's better than throwing away something that's perfectly good yeah the paint may be going but you know I have the paints I have the varnish I have everything that I need to basically take the paint off slap a new paint on and um, keep it going and I know a lot of people in the USA love to collect their cars custom them and make them look really nice but here in Canada um, it doesn't really much happen pretty much like Europe I can say when we were in, when I was last in Europe I saw that in one of these small thrift shops I don't know what they're called in Europe there was this one car that was like a lot of euros that they were asking for that was all beaten up. I mean, it was the same car that I had. It was a Hot Wheels Corvette from way back when. And basically, they were asking for a lot of money. And I was like, seriously? For a car that's that beat up, you're asking for, I think it was 18 euros? I was like, forget it. Because I can get that, or I already have that same car and I've repainted it. And I'm not going to pay overseas for something that's more than what it's worth yeah i know i've done that i mean i can be a hypocrite for that because i've done that in the past in the past when i really get angry and i go on bids oh, oh, oh that's when i shouldn't be on ebay because i will go full on like the most i've ever ever bid on because you know it was a car i didn't really want to lose it because i i fell in er, the issue is i fell in love with the car it was i forget what the name of the car was it's a toyota model but basically, I fell in love with the car and just went on, went full on, on, and I think I did it again this time, where I fell in love with the car. It was a green Sienta. And basically, what ended up happening is, I think it was a green Sienta. I'll check again tomorrow, because, you know, it'll be over soon. Anyways, I went full, I went full on on it. I was like, I am not going to lose that car. I don't care what I do. I am going to get that one, because it's my because I think it was green, it could be yellow, I forget what color it was, but it was my favorite color, and I was like, and it was made on the same day I was born, like 2002, and I was like, you know what, I'm not letting this go, because it's one of my favorite color, it's the same year I was born, so you know, I was like, wow, this car could be my lucky car, and parts open on it, and it was cool, and there was absolutely no rust on it, and I was like, you know what, it's a car that could be my best car it could be i mean with me it could be really well taken care of and it could be in my hands i might say all the time and everywhere and i could be even talking about that on my podcast for like the christmas time one and i was like you know what i'm going full out and getting it and i think it is i think i pay or i think i bidded like what 
$21 Canadian for it, which is a lot, or which for US isn't very much, but like, or, but like, I wasn't gonna let, I wasn't gonna let that thing go, because, yeah, because it was just, or I was just too happy with it, I mean, there's no way I will let it go, I know someone's typing right now on Snapchat, but you know, I'll respond to them later, but anyways, I'm not gonna let that car go, I'm like, full tooth and nail fighting for it. I mean, I've done it with other cars where, the CRZ is a good example. I started with a low thing, cause you know, I thought, you know, if I start low, I'll, probably no one else will bid and I'll win the car. And what happens is that last, that last door crack is what I call it, where the door sort of closes on the bid. There was like three other bidders and they bidded higher than me. And I was like, oh, hell no. I am going to do whatever it is. I am going to bid as much as possible to get that car. And you know what I did? I bid, I think, <laughs> 16 bucks on it, Canadian for it. I don't remember how much I truly bid on it. I mean, I have the screenshot of how the price in the end, which I can post on my Instagram page for any of you who are curious to know. I mean, I think it was 16 bucks. I mean, it could be wrong, but anyways, I paid a certain amount and I was pretty happy. In the end, I was happy because I could pick up, I think it was, actually no, I think it was cheaper because I, at the same time, I picked up the CRV, I picked up the, uh, what's it called now, the El Grand, the CRV, and the CRZ on basically one prepaid card, which was pretty good at the time. Nowadays, people are ridiculous. They're trying to put cars up for bids that are ex in the exact same condition as I got my cars for. But you know what they're doing? They're not like before where they started at 99 cents. Now they're starting at like ridiculously, some of them $16 was 49 for shipping. I mean, people, come on. You can't do that because first off, it's A, it's not in mint condition. So you can't charge as much. B, if it's missing a part or something's wrong with it, it, the value of it really goes down. I mean, 99 cents is the true price to start at because then people can bid how much they want to pay for it. And that's a better way to do it because you shouldn't look at how much you can get out of the car. So a lot of the times I see it on eBay a lot that the seller ends up not selling the car and because the price is too high. But when they're a good price, like they'll sell. I mean, for a lot of the people in America, they're, they have some good deals. Like I last saw a nice red Isuzu truck. I swear that was the, the most decent price that I could see. The issue is, is I would have bid on it, but it was, it was an American only um, shipping. There was no Canadian shipping, which really sucked because I was really looking forward to it. I mean, if you're the seller of this listening, I would suggest adding Canadian shipping to it because I'd be the first one to bid on it, okay? It was like the best price and I wouldn't mind um, having a nice Tomica Suzuzu truck. I mean, so far from Tomica, I do not have any Hinos. I do not have any Suzuzus. No Datsus yet, which, you know, is surprising. But, you know, surprising in a way, not surprising in a way because... I said I would get this was, or I said I would get these, but then what ended up happening is other things, other older cars that you know I had longer ago started breaking, and I was like, well, you know, this is a nice replacement. So I was getting basically the ones that I thought were good replacements. That so what ended up happening is that that it sort of blinded me, and then when I wanted those cars, they were gone, and that's why 
right now. I'm just waiting because I saw a Mitsubishi Pajero and they have the two of them, Tomica. They have the four-door old one and the two-door old one. The two-door one looks the best. I mean, the four-door one is nice, but I like the two-door ones because it looks, the wheels on it, again, look more for off-roading and it looks more fun than the four-door. The four-door one's like, seriously, why did you do that? I mean, there are some fun cars that I've found that, you know, I don't mind if I had to fight tooth and nail for it because it's worth it. I mean, in the end of the day, it's always worth it. It's always worth putting a bit more if you know you're going to get, or if you know you're going to get more out of it, the more you put in it. Like, sometimes it's good to, for rusty cars too, I if it's also good to put more into it because then once you get it you can do all the work and then if you really decide hey you don't want it rather than throwing it away you can just sell it and for a good price and people will buy it i mean i've never once sold a car before because i collect cars i don't sell cars but i basically what i do is i make both podcasts and youtube youtube videos on how to repair it and podcasts on basically why to stay away from certain brands, which ones are good, and basically the common sense which people don't have these days. But anyways, what I like about Tomica is that they're they're more original than any other car brand, and they have moving parts. But also, what I like is that when you do do bids, there are, if you look, right time, right place, I mean, usually around the Christmas smack is when I would call, is what I call it, is when you get Tomica's on bid for the best price. I mean, I, I now I'm glad I think about it. It was basically December when I got my uh, when I got my three cars, and they were a decent price actually. I couldn't complain with that. Yeah, both the CRV and the L Grand needed to be sanded down, harshly sanded down, repainted, and their wheels needed to be changed. And I gave the interior a new uh, look too because you know. It was an old car, and I sort of wanted to give it a new, like, um, I sort of made it, wanted to make it, make it look like a time capsule, or made it look like a time capsule. Sorry, talking in past present tense, when it was past tense, because I've already done it. So basically what I've done was, you know how, because to, today they have the seats two colors, like, I think. It's like a tan color on the inner side and a black color on the outer side. I decided to go with that on the CRV. And then in the door panels, usually they don't, surprisingly on the cars that the doors open, I just painted the same color as the inner parts of the door. I decided, you know, it has the details. Why not paint the details silver to make it look good? So those are silver. And then I couldn't rewrite the Honda thing on it because it's not like imprinted. It was like sticker thing. So I decided, you know, I don't really need the Honda symbol on it. It could just be a car that doesn't have it. And you know, there are out there some Hot Wheels where they never really put the Honda symbol on it. They just painted straight over it. And it, it looks pretty decent. I mean, there's a lot more Hondas out there that they do now put it on. But you know, I don't really care about the symbol because I know it's a Honda. The way it's shaped, the way it looks, everything about it tells me it's a Honda. But anyways, I'm not gonna get into that part because that's for a different podcast and now I can't spoil that. But basically, if I were to, if I were to go back and I were to, if, or not, if I go and do another bid, basically I'm gonna wait, but, 
if I see something I like, then I'll binge. But you know, the thing is, is if it has a missing part or paint or, or the paint is just basically falling off or something's wrong with the wheel and you see it in their bid and they're asking for more than 99 cents, don't bid for it is what is my highest advice. Because one, they're basically going to screw you over in the end. And two, you're basically paying in the end. What you don't see is the shipping, which is why I don't really like eBay too much because they don't show you the shipping till the end. Usually they'll charge a fixed amount for shipping. And basically they know the more they can charge you for the more um, they can make you bid for the car, the more they make because shipping is only like, it's not as pricey as, um, as they put down. They just added a nice high price because what it is is they charge for shipping at a high price because whatever they don't use for shipping, they make. So basically, if I were to sell, let's say, um, a Hot Wheel Lamborghini for like, like say I charge 10 bucks US for a Hot Wheel Lamborghini. Now, I charge shipping 49, even though shipping's like around, or is around like 20 or something like that. What they don't use for shipping, I'm basically making off of that. And that's where I think is wrong because if you're gonna do shipping, at least make it the right price because it's wrong, or it's not really a good idea to grill someone twice and make them pay twice for ship, or make them pay twice, um, twice the amount plus shipping. I mean, I like how nowadays there's a lot more sellers where they only really charge 10 for shipping. And you know, that's reasonable because shipping really is not that expensive. It's only expensive if you do first class this and first class that, which, you know, you really have to write on your thing because people think they can get away with a lot more nowadays that they do this. And you know, you gotta wake up pretty early in the morning to fool me because that's not happening. Because when I see, for any of you who are Tommy sellers, by the way, when I see that your prices on your bids are way too high, me, the consumer, does not buy from you. Me, or I just look at it and I think, wow, you people really think you can fool me. I mean, that's what's really going on. I think, wow, if you think you can fool me, then basically with those high prices, basically because I do not pay high prices for, I do not love to pay high prices for things. And especially if you're gonna pay, or especially if you're gonna overcharge shipping, I look at that and I'm like, wow, you gotta be kidding me because shipping is not that expensive. I mean, so far every car that I bought, shipping was only 10 and which means, which makes me think right they're kind of just being overcharged and why i don't like that is because you're one you're screwing you over and two if you're gonna pay that much then i might as well buy the same thing brand new for like cheaper and i have seen that i've seen where they sold these or where they bidded a car for cheap or when i first went to buy my camry better example not what it was my tangent i'm just gonna go on there were two there was one that was a brand new one, blue, that was being bidded on, and there was a new and a new blue one in the box. The one that was being bidded on, I was gonna go for it until it realized that the price was way more than what I could get brand new. So what I ended up doing is I got it brand new. And you know, I never regretted that. It was actually pretty good, and I wouldn't mind, you know, in the coming days, of course, in December, getting a second one. I mean, the RAV4 in blue is, probably my next move. I mean, you have to see because there are a few that I have my eyes on. 
I still have my eyes on it, the out of make Mitsubishi Mirage and the Honda Jazz brand new one really really it's better than the old one the old ones were always overpriced I mean seriously they were they were never really a good price and then when the Honda Brio which is now also discontinued was around the, the Honda Brio was also a higher price I mean I never really got my hands on the Brio and I've always wanted to get my hands on the Brio but you know, it's a little bit disappointing. But I do have a feeling it will come back. I mean, there'll be someone in the near future who's like, I have a Honda Brio. Mm, I don't really want it, so I'll sell it. And basically, it'll be back. And when it does come back, hopefully in green or white, the white one actually doesn't look too bad. I'm going to pick it up so fast that you won't know what's happening is basically the way I'm going to go. Because I've always, I've, I've seen the Honda Brio with Tomica. I've always wanted to see what it was like owning one and I've never once owned one so it's one that I, I don't mind taking a risk actually it's like the Suzuki Sport Swift I mean Hot Wheels doesn't do that Matchbox doesn't do that it was only Tomica that did that and you know I never had any Suzuki's up till now so I bought it and I ended up really enjoying it but I don't mind getting a few more like one that I'm waiting on that I'm thinking, should I or should I not, is the Jimny. Because there's a lot more Suzuki's coming out. And that's why I'm just going to wait right now on the Suzuki side. But, yeah. There'll be more. Like I say, there's going to be more podcasts coming. So, if you ever miss a podcast, feel free to listen to this one. I mean, we're supposed to end at the end of the month here. So, I'm just trying to tie things all together from this season. And then... There's going to be a month of basically dead silence. I mean, because that'll give me time to get all those cars. Like, the Citroen DS4 Matt Green still hasn't arrived, so i got to find out what happened with that. I mean, the nice thing about eBay is, if your order does get screwed up, or Canada Post, aka Dummy Post, is what I call it, or wherever you are, screws it up and sends it to the wrong place, then basically, and it doesn't come on time, and basically, once that time's up, you can say, this package never came, and you get all your money back, which is good, because for um, places like Canada Post, they're dummies. I mean, why the hell do they er, do they not give people training? I mean, a lot of the times, um, my parents get ne my neighbor's mail. A lot of the times, our neighbor gets our mail, which is stupid. And that's the end of tonight's podcast.